Okay. Oh, so I just felt rebellion, I guess. like uh, Last night? Yes. I went back to my room. I tried to sit. I took a long walk. But I just um, felt like I didn't want to be here. Yes. At satsang or on the planet? No, uh, on the planet was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I want to go back to my normal life. I don't have a normal life. <laughs> I just want to go back and not have to do this. You know, I, I don't know. You know, what am I doing here? I'm going to just try to be a real person. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's too much. <clears throat> and I, I understand, it's like I understand this is something that's coming up. You know, it's kind of like my mind goes, oh yeah, you, you know, I've been on the path, so I know all the reasons, so the mind is, you know, kind of arguing with itself. Yes. Like, this is what you do. You do this all the time. You're not coming back. You're a rebel. You know, like you're not going to do this, and then I'm, and I know I will be back. It's just the way it works for me. But I so I, I don't know when you said, is there something? I think maybe I need to look at something. Okay. And that you would point to it. Okay. What's going on? I, it's actually a long. It's an old pattern. Okay. I've been doing this a long time, and I always say I'm not going back. But not with you. I didn't have that with you before. This is the first time I felt it with you. Like I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going there again. Yeah. 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 So I, it, you know, I'd like to say, oh, maybe something's getting too close, but it doesn't. It feels like everything's so far. Like you okay. know, it's just far away. Okay. Um, it, uh, tell me how strong is that identification, or when does it happen, or. <coughs> Do you know you're not Cheryl? Yeah. I mean, I know it. Um, you know it? Or know it intellectually? I, mo I mostly know it intellectually. Sometimes I know it okay. as, a, as an experience or part of it happening. Um, so I just really don't know what's going on. And I don't know. I, I just don't know where to go with this. Okay, so when it's come up in the past, has it been, um, is, it, is it how the universe tells you to, to, to move on and do something well, else? Oh, that's what I was wondering, yeah. I kept thinking, it's time, this is over. And uh, that makes me sad, but it is. Yeah, because let's look at that. Maybe it is, you know? I mean, has it been a, a true indicator for you before, when a certain path is already for you? except on your internal indicator. You know, you have to hang on to your own authority, your own discernment. Right, you have to. Right. It's more important than anything. You know? So all we can do is like, okay, let's, let's see if that is pure discernment coming through, that another path is, is, is right for you now, for the next phase. Let's look at that, number one. And the secondary is, is like, 
let's look at in the path, in the past, if that has really, if that has a track record of being something that guides you or something that fools you. Oh, well, sometimes it guides me and sometimes it fools me because okay. I, um, yeah, now that I, most of the time it doesn't feel very emotional when it's over. Okay. It's just clear cut. This is it. I, I'm not interested in that anymore. It's over. Okay. Um, and so this time, I'm just, I'm just not sure. Yeah. Is the emotion because there is an attachment, or is it the thought of like, shit, this didn't work, or I'm going someplace else? What stories is no, my no, it's not like shit, this didn't work. It's probably an attachment. Okay. Right, because I enjoyed being with you. Yeah. So let's drop the attachment, huh? Right. You know, it must be all allowed. Right. You know, it must be all okay. But fi finding the true core of what, well, what that is is well, what I'm also clear that I don't always know. Yeah. So <laughs> when does it lead you astray? Well, I don't know if it leads. Me, I don't think it ever leads me astray. Ah. Um. I just had a few, I, I remembered um, sitting with a very powerful teacher many years ago, and then um, and I thought I didn't get anything, because I was, just didn't get it. And then years later, um, when I, I was talking to Ajashanti, and he said to me something, oh, you sat with so-and-so, and I said, yes. And I said, but I didn't get and I stopped in the middle of sense because all of a sudden I just realized I really didn't know what I got. I had no idea what I got, and I might have got it. It's just like all of a sudden it came to me that maybe I did get. I have no idea. Okay. So now, so when I was sitting here yesterday, just sitting in the space, thinking, well, I really have no idea. <laughs> so I may think, you know, there's this feeling that it's over, and there's also a feeling that I don't really know. When I'm sitting in the space, I don't really know. Maybe this is something that is supposed to come up. Maybe it's a block that's going to keep happening to me. And I won't realize till years later that uh, what was happening or that I should have uh, stayed or that I don't, you know. I'm, yes. I'm more open to maybe I'm getting, maybe, who knows? Yes. I just okay. don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. 
what's going on. So that's why I thought I would ask you. Yeah, sure. But you're right, it is like looking outside of myself for an answer. Yes. For you to tell me. Yes. But uh, but there's a little confusion right now. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so my first response is, is, is to be totally fine about walking a new path. Mm-hmm. Totally fine about that and have no fear about that. So that, that door is wide open. Okay, mm-hmm. that door is wide open. From here, from there, it's got to be right op- wide open. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, so then let's look at it as if it's a block. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. So now, if we look at it as if it's a block, um, is there a belief system that you stay with one person? No. No. The end? Absolutely not. All right. I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. So, what is it that helps you? Um, well, when it's working, it feels like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. I, there's like this oh, love and intense and just wanting to be there, and that's what feels like it helps me. Although I certainly have been rebellious comes up sometimes too, what is going on, and I can and I'll come back. It's your month-long retreat. I remember I had a night when I just thought, I have to get out of here. Yes. I hate this. Yes. So, and I just didn't go to a satsang for one night, and then it was over. You know? And then it was over. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about that rebellion, the you re- just, you rebellious just, character. Well, you said something that was absolutely, I'm not, no. <laughs> I remember thinking, no, that's not it. And... Um, that's what that's what happens a lot. Okay, so you hear something that yeah, you I hear something that I read that goes ah. like, oh no, that's wrong. I didn't hear that yesterday. I can't say I heard that yesterday, but I didn't hear anything. Okay, that's what it felt like. Okay, maybe with my ears, I didn't hear anything. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I'm not saying I didn't was there wasn't anything there, but the usual wasn't there, and that's what I'm kind of uh, just asking about. Sure, sure. You've been so helpful. <laughs> it's been so helpful. So yeah, you know, it, it it goes how it goes. The thing is, the thing is, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what layers are at play. You know. Yeah. I'm not sure because this one is slightly different because there's nothing that you rejected, reacted to. You know. So I'm wondering, well, what is that rebellious energy if it's not reacting to something? You know, because. Re- rebellion is resistance. Oh, right, to something that's sad. Yeah. So if if the rebel if the rebeller is there, is that the word rebeller? So if the <laughs> if the rebel is 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 there, but not rebelling, rebelling against anything that can be named. It's like, okay, so, so, so is the rebel there because something energetically clashes, or is the rebel there just to reaffirm an egoic position? Tell me about the rebel. I'm not really much of a rebellious person. That's just not in my nature. But yes. It's, so it's, it's, but it's in this, isn't it? Yes. It's just... Um, 
um, well, I've been, actually lately I've been to a lot of uh, teachers just trying, you know, testing, seeing, and most of them I just like leave. So half of them I don't even stay the whole time. I just leave. It has to, there has to be a really something. Well, it's, I'm wondering, I was telling someone that what I notice about the way this works for me is sometimes I get used to a teaching and it won't go in anymore because I build, maybe I build up, I think maybe I build up a resistance and then if I, if there's somebody new who speaks in a different way, it's like they come in through a back door that I'm ah. not expecting and it goes like, whoa, you and know. it feels and fresh it, again. Yes, and it feels fresh again and that's what I, um, ah. maybe that's what's happening. There's no, you know, I like, um, when I'm caught off guard, you know, it's almost like maybe I'm getting used to what you're saying. Uh -huh. Is that hot? Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. And I'm so it's not coming in, so, um, and so I'm looking for some, so I look for something that's fresh. Okay. That hits me in a different way that I'm not ready for. Yes. And then I, and then I go, oh my God, you know, and that, okay. that's what I really, that's what works, that seems to work uh -huh. for me the best. Yeah. Okay. Okay, is that a trick of mind, or is does that actually work? It seems to be the way it works for me. Okay, all right. You need a fresh but, but, but then the trick. So, but that could be endless. Then. Of course, it can. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's the whole point. Right. Yeah, but so if you're still getting juice out of it, it's not done. You know. Okay, so tell me how. Okay, so mm -hmm. how do I uh, run that through? Okay, so what is it about the the the, the fresh delivery? That, that has juice for you? Is it like, here I go again? Or, oh, this is great, this is I'm a new thing in life. It's almost like a new it's hobby like, or a new relationship. Yeah, or, it right. is a new well, relationship. It really. clears out something. It feels like uh, maybe the, something is let go of. Okay. Um, and is it the same thing that gets let go of every time? Does it grow again? Oh, no, no, it's, a different, it's like very different. Okay. It'll be like a very different aspect of myself. Okay. Okay. Seeing so a different different colored torch to illuminate different kind of, things. Yeah. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be endless. Yes, it can be endless. That's what I was uh, okay, I wasn't I wasn't conscious of that. But, yeah. But um, there was something I was doing before that was endless. Okay. okay. And you pointed that. That was the first time I felt you pointed that out to me. So this is another thing. Yes. This can perpetuate right. the seeker forever. Right. Because there is, like, our, our way in the West is, is, you know, we've got so much variety and so many different, an abundance of everything. We just have an abundance of everything, really, you know. And, and so, so it's in our culture to, to go and get different things from different teachers. It's the, exactly the opposite in India. When a guru calls you, you, but it's the guru model, we don't have that here. But, and when a guru calls you, you stick to the same guru, thick and thin, thick and thin, because you keep digging the same hole, the same hole, otherwise they have that analogy, right. whereas you dig right. all these little holes and you get a little bit down and a little bit down and, you know, and mine comes up with, ah, I'll try something new and you never get to full depth. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you stick to the one, you, you, you'll find water eventually. Th that's their way and this is our way. Now you've got to find what's your way. Right. I see. I always thought that wasn't my way. I've heard that. I always thought, yeah, if you're digging in the wrong spot, <laughs> you're really screwed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. That can happen too. Yes. That does happen. Yes, it does happen. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So I, and I had someone else tell me when I asked them something similar, and they said, well, some people just like the truth. It doesn't matter the mouth that comes out of, or the, you know, you just, yes. um, the truth and what is working, vibrating for you is resonating is what works. And I, so I always thought that was who I was, or that's what worked for me, was that I had to find, it wasn't a particular person it was the truth and it came through differently you know sometimes I just I recognize when I hear what I need to hear that's yes. what it feels like yes I don't know if that's true though that I if if the mind isn't there yes. somehow so sabotaging <clears throat> that. yes so that's how, yes so that's how it seems to me that's how it and seems. I don't know that so what I'm asking is am I sabotaging myself that's is, the question yes I don't know the answer. Uh-huh. This one has to come from you, you see, because I'm involved. Do you see? <laughs> yes. Do you know yes, what I, mean? I do see. You oh, see? That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's all right. Because you can't say anything. No, I can't say anything. How can I? I'm, you know, your mind right. doesn't see me as neutral. I'm a player in, in the story of your mind right now. Right. <clears throat> and I'm using the word I, you know, because that's, that's what's going on now, you know? Any clues how I could discern? <laughs> it's all right. You're unraveling it fine. You're you're uh, you're you're unraveling it. It's okay. I mean, I haven't got. I've gone to a lot of teachers. Most of them, I leave because it's. I know it's not right. So it's not like I'm just going anywhere. Okay. I mean, I'll go anywhere and try it. Sure. But then most of them, it's just not. It's just not right. Yes. Okay. Um, so there's. It's very seldom that I. That there is something that seems right. Yes. So I see how I. You're right. I can't ask you. No, I. I, I mean, I feel like I can. Sure, sure. But I hear from your point of view. If, if you said I should stay with you, then that's. No, I can't. No, you can't. Because no, your no, I can't. You can't no, your that. mind is going to use that, and right. it will just upscuttle the whole thing. Okay. Sit with it now for another minute. Do you need a teacher at all, or whatever word? No, I probably, is. I probably don't. Uh huh. Let's bring that option in. Mm I think it will come to you too. It's okay. But let's check in later in the day, huh? Mm -hmm. When clarity comes, I'd like to hear where it's at. Okay, I don't know if it'll come today. It's all right. Thank you so much. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
just going to stick with this. Or maybe for the rest of the day. Let's see if I should come up. But so. Okay. We made it happen. Okay. It's similar, I think, but very different. Okay. Um, yesterday, a very scary thought or whatever occurred to me. Okay. Because it's been a theme uh, with you and I. Um, that you kind of watch me um, grab hold of one technique, you know, maybe for five minutes or five hours or five days or yeah. whatever. And you, you said the last time, um, watch me um, wring the last piece of juice out of it. Okay. You kind of let me do that and then kind of show me what I've done. Okay. And it was very scary yesterday. Okay. Again, I don't know if it's a mind trip or it's something. The question came up, am I wringing the last piece of juice out of satsang? Okay. And it's very scary. Yes. If... Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Just sit with it, just sit with it. Just own it, you know, own it, you know. <laughs> just... <laughs> Something. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if that's what's so scary about it is, um, it's kind of the last. I don't know. If it's the last, but it's a piece of identification that Veda has. Veda is still somebody who loves to go to satsang and gets juice out of satsang. Sure. So if yes. if that's gone, yes. <coughs> Satsang has to turn into entertainment. Excuse me? Satsang has to turn into entertainment. It might be for everybody now, but... <laughs> is, but is that different from something else you suggested a while ago? Just a lifestyle? Going to satsang? Is, is that, how is that different? Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. The, the, the play of, of what we do at satsang is only unraveling what you are not. Yes. Mm. Um, and that, that becomes a game. It's like, but sure, but sure I'm not that. But yeah, let's pull it apart, but I'm not it. When there's an absolute knowing that it's, it's not what you are, this, the symptom of that is that satsang becomes entertainment. Now, we can't, we can't say, oh yeah, satsang is entertainment and develop a new concept or a new understanding or a new perspective, meaning of what satsang is. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it actually is entertainment. Because it, you, you... Sometimes see. it's entertainment. It's I'm a little confused because it is entertainment. Yes, yeah. okay, yeah. But yet there's also juice too. Okay, now, but, but, um, when it resonates... When, when truth resonates, when there's a, 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 you know, a total, that which knows is, is like center stage. Okay. Does that, does that happen 
outside of satsang or is there still a need that for satsang for that to be given space i would have to say it happens more deeply in satsang and more often in satsang okay still okay okay still okay and often it's Often the deepest that comes is like at the beginning of every satsang. I was talking to somebody else the other day and I said, uh, it's like when you were speaking maybe yesterday morning at the very beginning. Yeah, before the questions come. Yeah. And then I could almost go home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying it that's doesn't, it, you're done then. doesn't yeah. get any deeper. Yeah. yeah. But it, that still happens. Okay. Okay, that still happens. All right. Okay. So yeah, there's still Okay, that's interesting, because then the Q&A part, okay, because that's the unraveling of what you're not. The other thing is consciousness talking to consciousness about top consciousness. Mm. It's just a free flow of consciousness, without the I stories in it. At the beginning. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. The talk at the beginning, yeah. yeah. When that comes, it's just consciousness talking to consciousness about consciousness. That's usually... That's where you get your, your, yeah, yeah. It's where something resonates. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is a generality, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it might be that there's a particular thing that has, mm, if the resonance is what, is what pulls you to satsang, that consciousness talking to consciousness, yes. then it's about, well, where can you, where can, where, where can you inject yourself with that daily and regularly? Yeah. Um, you know? Daily. Yeah. Sometimes it happens reading. Sure. Sometimes. Okay. But I don't read daily, but I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, let's not set up another technique. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Set, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I sit for meditation now regularly, which I always, you know, there was a long time I didn't yeah. regularly, but it seems to... It seems like to crank it, up again. Yeah. Crank up again, but that's not as deep. Okay. Not as resonant. Okay. So, okay. But this whole thing about, you know, if I didn't have satsang, you know, what would I have? Mm-hmm. that's the whole... That's the thing. That's the whole um, <coughs> yeah. identification, I suppose. Yeah. I'm still somebody who goes to satsang. And, yeah. You're saying, oh my God, what would I do? Yeah, that's what you do. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's only every three months or whatever. Yes. I don't go to yeah. a lot of them now. Yeah. But yeah. There's a looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. It's still an identification. Still. Is there attachment to it then? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Well, as I sat here yesterday thinking, my God, you know, uh, I must still identify as, you know, what would I do and who would I be without... Yes. Yes. Everybody knows me as... Yes. Somebody who... Yeah. It's a satsang person. Yes. 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 And you do it Mookie as a couple. And I, I do it as a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, if there's attachment to it, okay. That's why your heart is beating, if there's attachment to it. But you can still do it because it's just like a fun thing to do. But it doesn't seem to be in that realm of a fun thing to do. No, it's two it's it's two things. Two, it's, it, it's, it's a bit of meat in it, there's a bit of juice in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it, 
I mean, you again, I think trying to show me over the you know the last two or three years, whatever it's been, that I'm wringing the juice out of this. I'm wringing the, the last bit of it. So I'm saying, yes. Am I wringing the last bit of the juice? Yes. This? Yes. Because even I don't. It seems as though I got maybe I got more juice. Earlier on, I, I don't know. Yeah. And it's well, maybe yeah, maybe it's, it's just going to become entertainment. But I, I mean, I, I'm, there's still a confusion though because you, you talked a while about maybe it's just lifestyle. You know, it's not really search for the truth anymore. I mean, I don't know, but I resonate with you know you were asking Cheryl. Yeah. Um, You know what turns me on. What I, you know, it's mm. it's hearing the truth, resonating. Mm. You know, mm. being in the company of the truth. Yes, yes. So, I don't know. <laughs> so who would the Vedic character yeah, be then? <coughs> uh, he'd be floundering. I think. I mean. I mean. I mean. I don't know who I. I don't know who the Veda character would be. Okay. I don't know how the Veda character would uh, view the Veda character. I don't know. Okay. How the Veda character's mind would, uh, how the days would be filled. I don't know. Yes. That's scary. Okay. Okay. Scary in what way? Not knowing. Okay. And not knowing. Not having an identity. It's kind of like this is. Again, I don't want to say this is the last identity because it yeah. can be a hell of a lot. Oh, of hell, you never yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this yeah. is an identity. Yes. That's what scared me. That's this what's. Is, that's. This is an identity. Yeah, there's fear attached to it, yeah. All right. All right. Yes. Okay, so something is seen. Yeah, yeah. there's identification with the guy who does this. Yeah. He's got a role, he's got a flavor and a way of participating in the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> uh, so, so are, you're saying that you're him? That's great. Yeah. No, I'm not him because there's something... It takes over sometimes. It's stronger than me. Okay. I've been given that grace. I, I know that. Yes. Yes. I know there's something larger, bigger, deeper, and that's okay. more central. That's okay. Okay. But the character is still, <laughs> you know, it's still there. You know, what, what does the character do if the character is no longer? Searching for truth in this way, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. That's the character. Yeah. But the character won't find truth. That's true, truth will come. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah tr truth is truth just... will take over. Yeah, it's just there all the time. Yeah. And the character is, is yeah. kind of on the side. Yeah. You know, for functioning purposes. Yeah. So, if... You see, we, we can play with it. Because if the character 
stops mm. going to satsang and has an experiment of like, okay, a year, we unplug from this and just see, just see what crops up. Okay, you can, you can really play with that. And you can find out, actually, no, the character needs that lifestyle. The character needs some lifestyle. Mm. We can say he can be attached to golfing or he can be attached to the stock market or he can be attached to satsang. I mean, they're same, same. But they've got to be same, same. They, they've got to be same, same. Right. That whatever lifestyle is, they're actually the same. They're just different things. Depending on the, the, the wiring, one will be more... Uh, there'll be a pull towards one more than another. But they're really same, same. It's just understood to be a wiring thing, a conditioning thing, uh, something that supports the lifestyle, brings balance. That's healthy, but it's got to be that benign if it's attached to the value system of finding truth and all that, it's like, okay, okay, now we've got somebody who's looking for truth. This is a different story. Yeah. Okay. So we've got to see that the, the lifestyle thing in and of itself is fine. That can remain totally. But when the lifestyle, when the lifestyle has identification, <clears throat> now, now we're talking about something else. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. So, so throwing it all out, let's say we, we experiment and we throw it all out for a while, it can come back just as lifestyle and be totally fine, but there's no stickiness to it. Mm. Do you know? Mm. I do know. But, uh, um, you know, what's coming up is, uh, <laughs> it's kind of backwards. Because this character at this point doesn't know how to separate going to satsang with search for truth. Yes. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what we're pointing to. Yeah. Yeah. So unless during that hiatus or that throwing out, unless truth became central, uh-huh. truth. Uh-huh. All time. Uh-huh. Being true, unless yeah. that happened. Right now, this mind doesn't understand how going to satsang could become yes. entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. Because it is entertainment. It, you know, it, it, it will evolve into being just entertainment. So, how could this character come yeah. just for entertainment? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I know what we're talking that's about. Exactly but, but, what filters are in place to see this, to have a false perception of what satsang is, to have, you know, a, a delusional perception, like with believing the illusion. That's what it's doing. Because satsang always brought me resonance with truth. Okay. Yeah. And truth is what you are, so it's like it's, just you see? Yes, yes. But you're running a loop through satsang. It's like satsang gives you the space to remember who you are. Yes. But it's there all the time. It's not showing you anything new. At all. Can't show you anything new. If it's showing you something new, it's showing you what, you know, it's just another aspect of mind. That's where the newness comes in. Mm-hmm. So sitting at home, I'm just... Yeah. So sitting at home, um, is going to resonate with truth or not? Truth is everywhere. Yeah. It, it, uh-huh. But the resonance is either going to... Yes. It depends on the filter of perception that you use. Yeah. Because right now, it's it, the perception is that that's, that's what happens at satsang. But it's everywhere. So you've limited your vision to like it happens at satsang. Yeah. Uh, it, 
it can happen outside. But, yeah. But I, I guess I attribute it to if it does happen outside of satsang, I, I, I suppose what I've been doing is attributing it to what happened at satsang. Okay. You know, wow. Yeah. 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 Know, yeah. That's right. Because I went, I went to this retreat. I went to that retreat. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. happened at satsang. Yes. And phenomenally, that is how it works. Phenomenally. But if we play the phenomenal game forever, we're just going to be in a cyclical loop. Yeah. You see? Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's see if we can just unplug from the whole lot. You know? And I don't know if it's too much of a high jump. We'll see, huh? We'll see. Yeah. The attachment to that saying, that's, that's, that's what's hot. Because hot. there's, yeah, that's hot. hot. Yeah, that's hot, yeah. So yeah, 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 it is, yeah. Because there's fear around it. It's like, okay, well, this is the one we break then, the attachment to it. And breaking the attachment leads, leads us to the, the perception of satsang and the perception of the world. Yes. Or even what's spiritual or what's not spiritual. Whatever it is, what, what helps me resonate with truth and what doesn't. And it's like this, the, to be able to see that, that those methodologies of perception in a way that they become unlimited. Unlimited, unlimited, unlimited. And not just within the kind, confines of satsang. Just to let that be unlimited. And just for the record, I mean, yeah. there are a lot of things that this character does that are not spiritual. Yes. So it's not Great. as yeah, yeah. 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 But, but still, it is. Yes, but everything is spiritual, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why. That's why. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yes. But it, it's all in the context of. Yeah. Yeah. Of satsang too. Of satsang too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. There's still, okay. there's still the fear in the heart. Yeah, there's still the fear of the heart thing. Okay, so you got to play with the idea. Um, yeah, yeah, just start it right now. It's like, okay, no attachment to satsang anymore. Let's see how that'll look. And really go there and have the courage to go there. No attachment to satsang. I might go, I might not go. But if there's attachment, I ain't going. Yeah, I have to work with yeah. recognizing yes. attachment. Yes, that's what you've got to recognize when attachment is running. Because when attachment is running, there's a personal eye, there's an investment. Identification is running. It's like getting identification from, from one of its, you know. <coughs> something it does. Something, something it does, exactly. Yeah, Let's, it, that's a percolating one, huh? Yeah. Because there's, there's layers to this. But, but I think we'd have to start with that one. It's the attachment to satsang. That's, what, that's yeah. what we're seeing. Yeah, yesterday. and that's what brought up the fear. Yeah. 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 Break the attachment. Doesn't matter how it manifests, break the attachment. Sure, sure. get a better sense where I'm at. You know, a lot of things go on in my head anyway, like, um, they go on where I'm kind of processing it, and then it's kind of detached from 
putting it out in the environment or something like that. So, um, so I want to kind of put out, that's what I want to put out some of the inner process, but it feels a little unfamiliar and confusing to kind of do that. To put it out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, not always, but right now it does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, and yesterday it did too, because um, when I was watching everyone speaking, I was trying to kind of get a sense, like, where did I relate in that context? And I related to some of it, but then there was that more unknown part that was kind of emerging, and that was kind of felt where I was kind of maybe a sense of not knowing where I fit or something like that. And um, and when I say that, like I know that's an old pattern as well as a, probably a new one, maybe it's some of the old and uh, not knowing kind of where I fit in or, you know, where I even fit within myself because um, the old, and as I as I become more kind of self-aware, then there's more confusion because there's the self-aware, you know, I'm separating it. It's not really separate, but the, the, the kind of former sense of, or still present to some degree sense of needing to fit is kind of being absorbed into something that I can't see or know or control or be aware of or something like that. That's what it kind of feels like. It's kind of absorbing into the field <coughs> and changing quite, quite within my desire to have it be that way but um and i know i'm kind of i think i'm kind of confusing as i'm speaking but so and, and there's part of me that's pursuing some of the old needs to fit like the sense in my life i really haven't had a family that i felt connected to okay so part of the drive the inner drive is to find family i think that's saying to a large degree has replicated that of mm -hmm. having mm -hmm. a sense of people that are like-minded that I can kind of be with and feel yeah. more safe with and more yeah. secure and stuff like that. Yeah. So so that's one aspect of, uh, of satsang. But in the overall sense of family and uh, personal uh, relationship uh, with a partner, um, I think those two areas have been kind of what in my mind's eye I thought I wanted, like a sense of connection to family and partner. But in my reality of experience, it seems to be the opposite. Like it seems that the deeper connection really is to uh, uh, self-awareness and unfolding. And I, and I know the two don't have to be separate. I'm quite yes. aware of that. Yes. You know? um, but when I find when I pursue when I pursue that kind of thing, a sense of belonging outside of myself, then what I'm getting more revealed is more insight into the old patterns, mm -hmm. not the connection to something. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that feels good because I certainly don't want to repeat, uh, yes. you know, what used to be my patterns and stuff yes. like that. So, so, so I guess that's, that's the kind of field of kind of, uh, and I'm quite happy, like when I see the patterns, like I um, just recently had an experience of pursuing a relationship and what I saw in the pattern like I really opened myself up and I really felt myself in a sense of readiness and a presence of deep love so that was different than actually uh, connecting with someone that wouldn't have been that was part of the old pattern reality you know so so I'm left with a sense of love and that's or a greater sense which I felt on and off over the years and stuff so so um, yeah so I guess that's kind of some of the stuff that's kind of uh, drifting around, and there's a sadness to some degree of like lately I've been feeling a lot of kind of sadness, mourning, and grief, and you know uh, I think of releasing some of the old patterns and kind of coming into the new. You know, even at work I was quite uh, identified with my work for a number of years, and then um, 
I retired in about maybe four years ago, and I'm back at work part-time, mm. but I'm watching people do what I used to do, like in terms of looking for the role and the training, and, you know, being somebody and all this kind of stuff, and so I'm not in that role anymore, and I enjoy the part, I'm there, I absolutely have time, so, so, um, so that's kind of part of the shift of being more of an observer and a yes. participant in doing yes. Connecting with people and doing equality in the work that I'm doing, okay. but not feeling that compulsion to have to, you know, have something come out of it in terms of how I'm identified or okay. something like that. Okay. Know? So and that was kind of it, it. was also coming into uh, when I was watching the people that was just here, like the sense I was. I was kind of thinking like in in the work I'm doing, it's more focused on connecting with myself and speaking my truth. You know, so that's coming more. And I, I used to do that probably over the years, but more in a kind of, uh, more in a kind of um, sense of awareness of really trying to be in the awareness when I'm speaking. Okay. You know, and that, it, you know, it kind of was leading to things like in this satsang, there were those, were the apparent people who sit in the chair and you're the apparent spiritual teacher, but it's more of that spiritual teacher within kind of also wanting some space to emerge because of the years of commitment and dedication and unfolding and you know some some things that uh, come out to be expressed that feel good when they're expressed they feel as good when they're expressed as when they're heard you know so uh, so those kinds of shiftings and stuff okay well. okay so when you say operating from awareness like at work and thing are you talking about the observer Speaking my truth from awareness, what, what? Um. Uh, yeah, to to a large degree from the observer, but, okay, uh, but also from. Uh, you know, like recently there was a case of people speaking about different things, and I was saying, and I was speaking about uh, the the unity of it all, of needing to have it unified. You know, that we're all part of it. Like that's that's the truth that was coming. Like that we're all connecting here, and that the unity of everybody connecting. Like, not just each of us bringing our knowledge that we figured out okay. at the time, but that there's a kind of connection and we need to connect further with that, like, into the, into the field that it was going into. So... Okay. So... Um, but that's just phenomenal things. That's just a... Yeah. It's, that's just a wish list in the phenomenal world. And yeah. That can happen. Yeah. 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 You, you know? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So, if I'm hearing you right, there's layers of what you're talking about. You know, about how the character... What's your first name? Dedra. Dedra. Yeah. How, how the Dedra character operates, you know, sees a, a different... Sees work from a different position and how she operates at looking like potentially in a relationship and how she operates at satsang and her connection to being to belonging. And, um, but you're not Dedra. I mean, you're not Dedra. This is just the character and how the character is evolving and, and, and perceptions are shifting. That will always happen, but it's going nowhere. Right. It's going nowhere. <laughs> Do you know? And I'm, I'm like, they're fine in and of themselves. That's how life works. Right. But, but this is about something else. 
Right. There's something else going and, on. And I think that's why I'm here, because I have that sense that it's going nowhere. Like, that's yeah. where the confusion is. It yeah. feels like that. It really isn't yeah. going anywhere. No, and, I mean, I don't mean that it needs to go somewhere, but yeah. but it just feels like that. It's yes. exactly the feeling that yes. I have. It's really not going anywhere. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. just a kaleidoscope slightly changing the, the visual, you yeah. know? And, and, and so there are processes that... that that are being observed, but all it is is just the one kaleidoscope twisting and twisting ever so slowly. Right, you and know? figuring out how to participate in a sense that gives yeah. an illusion of, or some sense of belonging. It does, and, until something else is required yeah. by the character, and then yeah. she goes at it for another angle to satisfy another need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the exactly is, that. Yeah. You know, what if, what if the dead character had no needs? Didn't need belonging, didn't need connectedness, didn't need that sense of unity that she's kind of twigging now is, is a good thing, you know? Um, what about if the Dedra character just didn't have those kind of needs? Emotional needs. And you write it on the emotional plane. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's the interconnectedness yeah. of all the layers you're thinking, yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it's in I that think so. Kind of yeah. yeah. So, are we talking about not having any feelings? Or not having any... Like, are the needs de- defined by the feelings? Um, uh... From where you're talking about right now, it's mostly coming with that flavor. Yeah. You know? So it is like kind of, let me just, I want to kind of relate the two of them. Yeah, it is, it is in the need, it's in the need system. Yeah. yeah. Or neediness kind of system. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So the emotional yeah. body is just another aspect of the Dedra character. Do you know? Yeah, and a strong, a strong determining yeah, aspect. that's it, and that's yeah. probably one of the ways she perceives the world or her place yeah, in the world. Absolutely. The belonging so. yeah. thing would fit right in. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like that's just her flavor. Yeah. But if 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 that's not seen from a position of observing, and because you're able to observe on many levels, I'm not sure you're observing that emotional body objectively. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay, yeah. so if you can get more distance from the emotional body, you can see, ah, yeah, that's just Deirdre having, you know, do, doing her thing, wanting belonging, whatever. That's just that neediness. Yeah. Neediness can be there. It doesn't need to be fulfilled at all. Yeah. Okay. But you're caught in the in in the in behavior that is motivated by the need to fulfill it. If you're not in observer <coughs> mode. Yes. Yeah. Then you're a slave to it if you're not observing it. Yeah. So. Practice observing when there's an emotional need coming up or an emotional response or emotions of the emotional body. When it's activated, when the neediness is activated in any way, come right back. Step right back. Because that seems to be where it pulls you in most of all. Yeah. And like my way of processing the emotions, again, like part of the hold of it is... Um, you know, I could go into it, it kind of has an intuitive sense to it. Yes. You know, there's some very strong things that go on with it, right? Yes. So there's a lot of intuition that goes with it. And, um, you know, it's also the source that I go in to connect kind of more deeply yes. with a uh, sense of being and stuff yes. like that. Yes. So, so it serves that purpose. So the idea of yes. observing it, and I think, I, I think I've kind of been coming to that more recently too but the idea of kind of observing it comes into the pull of it because it's functioning for me and it really does help me to function you know yes it does it's it's you know? the, it's how you meet the world yeah you know you use your emotional body like yeah everybody uses some aspect to meet the world but <clears throat> but it seems it seems to be potent with identification yes yes yeah. this is what i'm after yeah 
Yeah. So, like, what's the quality of the observer then in that field where the emotion is potent okay. with identification, but also is serving a certain? It's like an antenna or something. Yeah. Like how I'm wondering if there's indeed. Yeah. I'm wondering if there is a, like a, a a hook around. Well, that's how I survive. That's how I know I'm alive. That's how I exist. That's my way to fish in the world. When something is potent with that identification, it's usually got to do with survival. That that this this is how I make it. This is how this is how this this is what turns on the movie for me. Yeah. Okay. So so if there's that, I'm not talking about being disconnected from the emotional body. I'm just talking about seeing it as as just a mechanism of the deader character. Yeah. Yeah. Could you say more about that, about not being disconnected? Yeah. yeah, whether the needs of the Dedra character get resolved or not doesn't matter. They're just needs. Okay. They're just emotional needs. And they run and they might or might not get resolved. But when identification is running, the need will become a desire and it, you will need it. Right. And it will feel like you won't survive that well if you don't get it. Right. Because in some ways, it's hooked with survival for you. Right. It's hooked in there. Right. Now, the observer sees that and has a giggle. Right. And says, oh, there's the deader character thinking that there's no sense of connection at all for the next couple of weeks. She's not going to do so well. Or she'll, whatever, lose her sense of herself or whatever. And it's like, right. yeah, let's see what happens. Let's yeah. see what happens. Do you know? Be all right about needs not being satisfied. It's like the Dedra character is the one who wants the sense of community or family or whatever. Right, right, That's the Dedra character. Right, right. It's like it's actually not significant for you at all. Yeah. Really, it's not. And well, and life plays out in the opposite. So, and I yeah. think that's kind of funny. Like, yeah. I think that's hilarious, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that life, like, it plays out in the way that it gets, as I strive more for connection, it gets, and n- not in all areas. But in some areas, like say with family, it gets more disconnected. Like another piece comes that disconnects it yeah. more. And, yeah. and quite peacefully so. It's, yeah. it's a good disconnection. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm actually surviving it. Yes. Uh, it seems quite well. Of you know? course. But, but that part feels newer. See, the, the, mm. that's what I'm saying about the confusion. Mm. Because mm. there's this new part that is quite happy with all of it. Like yes. Really quite, I'm, yes. Not, I'm not sad or depressed in it. Yes, yes. Like for not having needs met. In fact, yes. I think it's great because those are not needs yes. I want to have met, honestly. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to get pulled into that structure yes. of what yes. those needs represent. Yes, right? exactly. So, exactly. So, the distance is coming, isn't it? The yeah. organic distancing so is happening. So, it, it, it's actually, ha- it's, yeah. in yeah. Progress, yeah. it's in progress. But because it's uh, fresh and it's kind of something that I'm not grasped yeah. onto. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure, like, like, part of me wants to identify with it, but yes. there's nothing to identify yes. so with, so, yes. Yes. so there's this kind of uh, voidy feeling yes. to it. You know? That's right, get it's, used to that, because that's yeah. the observer mode. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and, and yes, people can be attached to observer, and then it's like, oh, for goodness sake, that can happen too, you know? <laughs> yeah. but, but the way the observer is, is refining itself for you, it does feel voidy, or that there's nothing to grasp there. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. a healthy observer. And that's the... The eye isn't coming with it. That's the heart of the confusion. Okay. Because it's coming in naturally. Okay. The heart of the confusion is in, like, how, how to... Like, how do you be in that? Like, how to be in that? Which is just the eye isn't in that. Yeah. That, that's no all. There's no eye in there. No. Yeah. There's, yeah. Well, there's the... Mm, mm, for now, there's no eye in it. <laughs> you know, it's the impersonal eye. There, there is an eye in it. Okay. There is an eye in it. 
One is the personal eye. The personal eye is, well, I need, because personally I need something. Yeah. The impersonal is, well, nothing is about me. But there is a level of identification in it, in, in the observer. There's a level of identification. But I'm reluctant to kind of expand the level of identification that's in it, because what's going to happen is that the eye is going to come over and it'll pose as impersonal, but it'll actually be a personal observer. Yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah. That's what mind can do. Okay. Yeah. So let's go with the voidiness. What's wrong with voidiness? It's just new. Yeah, it's, it's new. But yes. it's, it's nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah, it's just, it's unfamiliar. It's unfamiliar. Yeah. That kind of spaciousness, yeah. that kind of no solid ground, that positioning, that distancing. Yeah. Allow it to be. It's totally fine. Whereas if mind comes with you, it'll say, I don't like this, actually. I prefer to be in and connected and belonging. But it's dissolving that. There is no belonging with yeah. observer mode. It's, it's exactly dissolving it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. see? Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, it, I just went into observer. I, I just got some of the element of the observer, which is the curiosity about it. Yes. That's, a, that's an observer position. Yes. Because there's nothing in there. It's just that's curious. Right. Right? That's so, right. So, uh, so that capacity is there. Yes, for sure. It's yes, I mean I'm very curious about life anyway. Yes, like um, I, I always have been about uh, observing things, and yes. wanting to see things. I want to see things directly. I want to travel and actually see it or something. Uh, okay, the curiosity in observer is more about. I wonder how this would work out. I wonder how that craving for belonging is going to pan out for the rest of the day if I do nothing. Yeah, it's that kind of a curiosity. Yeah. It's like, okay. hmm, let's see, let's see. Because see, there's no preconceived all, ideas. It's all shifting into... Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So it's more, it is more, if I don't do this, then I wonder what will happen. I wonder what will yeah. happen. That's yeah. the curiosity of observer. Yeah. Let's see what happens, because there's no, oh God, it needs to be like this, or you're not sucked in there, resolving yeah. something, you know? There's nothing to be resolved. It's like, let's see how it plays. Yeah. And okay with it either way. No stickiness in observer, you see? Yeah. I'm just waiting for the buy-in. For the <laughs> for the buy-in. The buy-in. Yeah, I'm waiting for myself to go. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, it's yes, kind of, yes. It's a little hesitation point. That's on, all so. right. So uh, I wonder what the hesitation is. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a wobbly area enough for for the eye, mm. the personal identified mm. eye, to start leaving space for the impersonal eye. You know. Yeah. Mm. We don't need the personalized permission in order to adopt the observer mode. Yeah, it's just giving room to it. It's the space. That's what, that's what uh, again, is this unfamiliar thing of, like, there doesn't have to be an answer to it. It's just the space, the room for it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jen. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, good. Because there is no answer for that. Heather yeah. and then Dean. Okay. so much up for me, so thank you for that. Oh, I feel like I'm 
I'm going to cry as usual. Just ignore that. That's <laughs> all right. Um, I've been really curious to come and talk to you because um, just some crazy energetic stuff has started happening for me. Okay. So back at the end of January, um, I just was driving along in my car and I just noticed this excited energy was on board. So that would come and go and it was very strong. Um, and I don't know the time frames, but sometime after that, it, it became so strong, it sort of morphed into um, anxious energy. You know, it was just so, so strong. It felt very similar to anxiety. Um, anyway, all, it's just all kinds of stuff. I don't have to go into the stories about it probably, but um, sexual energy, kundalini energy, which has just been like, very physical, very... Yeah, it is very oh, physical. Gee. Uh. Um, so I just, I just think that if there's anybody who can talk to me about energy, it's probably you. And you're, you're a person that has opened my mind to energy because I would have, you know, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have, you know, it just would have been too out there for me before. But I think just sort of... Hearing your experiences with energy over the years has just sort of allowed me to be a little bit more open to that. Um, so, there's a lot on board right now. Yeah, is there fear around these things that are happening now? Um, no, there's not fear, believe okay. it or not. It's, uh, there's, like it feels kind of exciting, actually. Um, yes. It's very attention-getting. Mm -hmm. It's it's got a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm. I would say I'm more excited about it or um, interested in it. I'm interested to see, you know, what what where is this going or you know yes. what's go what's going on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, at a cellular level, changes are happening. The bottom line, do you know? Because that's 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 what you feel. Like, is that cells are vibrating or oscillating? Mm -hmm. or, yeah, yeah, zzz, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and of course, there's the energy there. No, um, uh, change can happen at any level. If you had a load of body work done, you'd have the same thing done. But it's like it's happening automatically. You know, it's it's like the body is 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 shifting now. Um, it, it usually happens for a phase, but but some aspect of it continues for, I think, pretty much everybody. I've never met an exception to it, let's say. Some aspect of, of an awareness of when there is a shift on some level in your thinking, a shift in perception or some clarity comes and understanding comes, it happens on a cellular level too. Mm. Very often, it switches right around, and those who, who have the... Um, that openness to an energetic shift, the energy, the cellular level will shift first and then the mind will play catch up. Oh. So it usually goes like that, that it starts off that the body loosens what the mind has let go of 
And then it turns right around and it's like, oh my God, the mind is so slow because really the mind is the last to cop anything. <laughs> the mind thinks it's in charge and it's like, no, you're the last carriage of the train, not driving the train. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so so, so the, the shift then, watch to see that and say like, hold on now. Okay, what's moving? Is that related? Is there any clue of this being on a conceptual level? Do you see? Uh, so, so watch what is ho- happening in the mind. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. What's been happening? What's what's been happening, or is happening that day, or is there a correlation between the two? Because where it will go is that the energetic shift will be noticed intellectually a day after, or two days after, or like you know after that. That old fear was gone, or that attachment, or that sense that I had to get a birthday card every year for that person I don't like. It just died. Mm-hmm. It can be as benign as that, mm-hmm. but some old constriction, pop, pop. So, so when when energy is working for you, it's like it's doing the work for you. It's doing it for you, and it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, I see it as a blessing. It's actually, a blessing. Yeah, I'm very yeah. grateful for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people who don't have the, um, the intellectual work done or the understanding, it runs amok altogether because yeah. mind isn't coming along with it. Ah. That's when it becomes a problem. Okay. There's, like, there's no sense of any correlation between, between mind and body. And when they're completely out of sync in that way and conceptual work hasn't happened, man, we've got like uncontrollable Kundalini because the body is trying to blast, blast, oh, blast the mind. Uh-huh. And the mind hasn't done enough preliminary work to be able to analyze it, to see what's going on, to be able to name it, to, to play a part in the process. Okay. just needs to play a part, the mind oh, okay. does. Okay. It's not running the show. It's just playing a part. You see? Yeah. So, so having the two of them come along together in some way. So it, it can be just simply, yep, okay, I see. And it's interesting because what you're saying, it's like there's an excitement. Gosh, it's so strong. It's almost anxiety, you know? And okay, that's great. That's, that's great, you know? It's like, okay, your mind is going to label it as anxiety. Let's just leave it as a piece of energy. Mm-hmm. Is, it really, is there really anxiety about something? Was there something in perception? Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, that's great. I, I have been doing that. All right. Yeah, because I, I knew it wasn't anxiety. Yes. I knew that. Yes. But it, it just had the same uh, physical feeling yes. of anxiety. That's all. But yes. I, I, there was definitely understanding that it wasn't. Could be, and it was the same with the excitement. Yeah. Because it was like, well, I'm not excited about anything. Yes. Really. Like yes. I, yes. There's not an external. There's nothing happening. Yeah, there's nothing happening. Yeah, but yeah. there's this yes. excitement. And it was the same with the anxiety. Yes. And then, I mean, I think... Uh, I went through a week where that that kind of energy just stopped. Yes. But my feet ached ah. for the whole week. Ah. So it's I th- I think it's you know in retrospect yeah. I was thinking maybe that was just the energy was getting more grounded. Absolutely. Uh huh. You see, so mind okay. sees it afterwards. Do you see what's happening? Yeah. The sequence yeah. is already unfolding. Okay. Yeah. So just tell me about. Um, so the Kundalini started about um, five or six weeks ago, and every time it's happened, it's stronger <laughs> significantly. So uh, the first time it was just uh, a physical, it sounds the same, but it was different. It was a physical 
uh, vibration. Yes. And then, uh, you know, my, my whole body started vibrating yeah. the next time. Um, then it was more of a, a pendulum thing. And then the last time it was like, my arms were very active. Yeah. So just keep running with that. Yeah. And, okay. Is there a sense of unwinding at all? I think so. And, and I, I was sort of wondering if it had to do with something needed to be or needs to be opened up here yeah, because it was like, oh, okay. you know, this kind of movement. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go to a practitioner who did that for you, but hey, you know, it's great. You're wonderful. It's wonderful. It's just happening on its own, huh? Okay, so your body is even, is even yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. So Kundalini is going to be rough until everything is clear, until the passageway, until there is one, like, it's like the center of a pen, of a pen, you know, if you take out the refill of a, a biro, a pen, if you take out the, the refill of it, you know, you just have this like tubular space going up the center. And as long as you have one tubular space running through all the chakras, then it'll calm down because there is a clear passageway for the Kundalini to, to rise. Okay. But what it's going to do is it's going to yeah. and push until yeah. it goes up. That's exactly the sense. And it feels like it's stuck in the heart it's chakra. here. Yeah, yeah, or the thymus or someplace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just wonderful that your body's being made to move, huh? you know, that you're being shown where, like, just to release the cells, release the cells. Yeah. Because while it's energetic, it's physical, you know? It's, it's cellular. What's, what's happening is cellular. So it's all working together to shift it out of the body, you know? Because through our lives, the mind uses the body for its own purposes. You see, while we're, you know, we're in the world and creating the ego, and the ego is just, you know, a concept set up by mind. It's all just ideas, no? But but everything is stored then in, mm. in the cells, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, actually, you know, for the total clear out, for this to be thorough, of course the body has to, has to shed all that stuff. Of course it does, mm. you know? That's why when we're in India and you get food poisoning, it's like, oh, look, it's just clearing stuff. It's just clearing <laughs> stuff. It's like, it's just plain old E. coli. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, it's, you know, you're just like, you know your thinking is clearer afterwards and it's like, nope, that was my body getting rid of it in the good old Indian way, you know? And so th this is another way, you know? This is another way. So, okay. So the Kundalini will definitely calm down once there's that, like, clear channel open through the whole lot okay. okay it will calm down i know somebody actually who had one enormous rush of kundalini her first rush of kundalini mm. and it was so hot literally and only i know her i wouldn't believe it her eyebrows burnt off oh my goodness oh, no. wow. yeah physiologically her eyebrows wow. singed and they were gone wow. they, i mean gone gone i mean she wasn't near a candle or anything. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, such heat that actually they burnt. It was like, no other body hair burnt. She goes, no. I was like, it's kind of wild, no? I well, mean, I have so much heat sometimes yes. where I, beads of sweat. Yes. Will, there's just so much heat yes. in the body. Yes. And, and it, I don't think it's um, hormonal because it yeah. just happens when I'm meditating. Okay. Right? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. it started to happen more than that. Okay. But it... For a long time, it was only happening in the meditation posture. Yes. Like, yeah. But at least the body was trying to cool it down. 
You see, because the body kicked in right, with perspiration. Right. So the body's like, whoa, we're too hot, we're too hot. Right. What can happen too is that the, the, the body's response doesn't oh, kick in. Right. You see? And and I can't imagine. I can't even then you've imagine. Got, yeah, yeah. Then you've got heat and the body isn't controlling it. Right. But somehow people don't die from this, you know? They just don't. They don't overheat, <laughs> you know? And people can die of... Yeah, yeah, too much heat. Yeah, hypo, whatever it's called. <laughs> hyperthermia. Hyperthermia, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, they can. But it's, it's, it's not clinical, you see? So, um, all right, so let me think, what else can we say about that? One area where, where it happens, <coughs> where there can be an unhealthy approach to it, is that if your energy field is really porous, if your own personal boundaries are not strong, because your boundaries has to do with your energy field having a skin, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a skin. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if that skin isn't in place, what will happen is that you'll pick up other people's energies and run that through you. That is not healthy and it doesn't help anybody and it's just bad management of your own energy field. Okay. Okay? But perfect if you're in the car because you know, well, I'm the only one here. But what can happen is that we run other things, other people's feelings, run them through us. There's no need for it at all. Really, there's no need for it at all. It happens. And it happens to this form, sometimes through mm. sat sign. And I'm like, I come home and I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. Mm. All right, you know, get this out. Mm. Um, and I can vomit or sit in the loo and it's like, boom, gone then. You know, or sometimes it takes a long time for it to go, you know. You know, standing in the shower for like 20 minutes, just waiting, thinking, oh, come on, for goodness sake. You know, there's something, mm. some, something there that's just totally, totally just a ball of energy that got vacuumed up during satsang, for example. Um, and so, you know, it's just like digging the garden, your hands are covered in earth, you've got to wash it off until the earth is gone. No, it's just normal. Things stick to things in life. So, so for now, everything you've described, it definitely feels like it's your own process. But just to tip you off, that if you're picking up something like at work or whatever it's like okay okay your energy field is not not as robust as it needs to be do you know just be sure and like hold on now my energy field needs it's about managing your own energy huh okay and there's a skin on the edge of of your aura and it's just like just the awareness of it because energy follows thought also you know so it's like okay okay i'm not running through running other people's Balls of emotion through my system. That doesn't need to happen here. We've mm -hmm. enough to manage in ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, okay, that's good to be aware of. I don't think that that's happening. No, I, I don't just yeah. feel it from you at all, but it, just to tip you off. Okay. That, that's the only place it can go a bit like there's no need for that, and that's, that's, that's when there's some kind of a dysfunction going on, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Jack character's just a bit porous, you know? I'm, I'm just a bit porous. Mm -hmm. That's how it is, you know? If it goes someday, happy days, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Sure. Does yeah. it feel a bit clearer? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just, it's just helpful to to talk about it. With. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really just have a map of how it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, just one last thing to add. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so while you can see retrospectively, oh gosh, you know, the pain in my feet, maybe that was grounding the energy, and absolutely, of course, bang on. Okay, so, so, so the mind can cop things up, 
you know, put, put together the, the puzzle mm-hmm. retrospectively. What's actually breaking up is concepts that are not seen through. So there's, there's the old stuff that will leave the body, and then there's concepts that we're not even aware of, that mm-hmm. they're subconscious. And they can leave through an energy blast also. So are you saying that I might be noticing things in the mind that yeah. are things that I haven't been conscious of before? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or it's more like the absence of something. It's like, huh. Or okay. that your mind just doesn't work in the way it used to or make conclusions the way it used to or requires more information because it stopped making assumptions. Ah, uh, yeah. You see? Yes. It's cleaner. Yes. It's just cleaner. Yes. Because the unhidden concepts, they're going to leave your body. I mean, for sure, they're, they're being hit. Okay. They're being cleaned out. You know? Okay. That's very useful. Great. That's very useful, yeah. Awesome. Can't make that happen. It's just either on your path or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And my sense is uh, that... It's just helpful to do things that are grounding yes, the energy, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, walking or absolutely. working in the garden. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's fine. Because if people don't have some kind of a maturity to manage this, yeah. you know, you're talking psychosis. I I know. Yeah. I, I can oh, imagine. I'm, I'm yeah. out of here. You know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Mm. I'm grateful just, that I, I yeah. feel like I can manage it. Yeah, of I mean, course you can. It's yeah, stay grounded. Kind of bizarre, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's You've okay. done a fair bit of yoga too in your time. Yeah, so it's like, yoga's helpful. You, you, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a connection to the body that's there. That yes. Yeah. So it's being integrated. It's enough prep work was done so that it's integrated as you go. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Everything ah. has just been... You know, like the yoga and the the intellectual stuff. You know, I did that for a long time, yeah. and then that just went away. And then it was more heart based stuff. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's just like wow, everything has has been yeah a building block along yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it happens by itself. Mm-hmm. You couldn't plan it as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And we think we're in control. <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, Kundalini is a good lesson in not a control. Yes, <laughs> for sure. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, thank my you so dear. You're welcome. You're welcome. Can we have a cup of tea and then, and then go to Dean? Is that all right? You're not bursting with no, something? No. All right, perfect. Okay, let's do a 10 minute tea. <laughs> which comes up um, is about desire. Mm. Bring the mic just a little bit closer here. Thanks, Steve. That's fine. About desire. Mm. And um, the dialogue which is on in my mind is as follows. When a desire arises, one can either fulfill the desire or you can suppress it. Somehow, neither of which to me are appealing. Yes. Good. 
and then there is the <coughs> mere looking at the desire. Um, and what brought me here today is what you said yesterday about desire, that the real question, returning someone, and I don't know who it was, where that person wanted to be was actually in a state of desirelessness. And um, I kind of feel the same way that it would be it would be really beautiful to be in a state, whatever you want to call it. But um, it hasn't happened. So when desire arises, and it's great that there's you know there's a an opportunity or. A, a position available to you that is free of the compulsion to repel, to, to, re, to repress and the compulsion to satisfy. Yes. Okay. Now, from there though, can you unravel the desire, the mechanism which, which the desire is the product yes. of a few layers of thought. Yes. Have you gone into the layers of thought and seen? I have. All right. Um, let me preempt that a little bit and say that for this body-mind, uh, when a desire arises, there is often a tendency to, to satisfy the desire. Not suppress, but satisfy, as opposed to merely saying, okay, looking at it. But now and again, I, I, the question which comes up is, who has this desire? Obviously, it is the person, the I has this desire. So this mechanism is there. Um, when that mechanism, or when that is seen in full light, then that desire stops. But sometimes it just wants to do it. Yes. Um, but something in me saying that it really would be really nice, it would be really beautiful if there were no desires whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you understand desire to be. I'm sorry? Tell me what you understand desire to be. Desire to be... to fulfill whatever arises. Um, yeah, but what is desire? Really, what is desire? Desire is really an energy, which... Um, okay. It's an energy... Um, I don't know, in this case I'm thinking everything is energy, so it's kind of a generic answer. No? Sure. <laughs> yes. No? Um, yes. Desire is a thought. Okay. Or a feeling. Okay. It comes in, in those two ways, I suppose. Um, other than that, I can't go any further. Maybe you can give me some pointers. Uh, you're asking, what is desire? Right? Yes, because if if the the potency leaves desire, once desire is understood. Yes. Okay. Understanding is really, really useful tool around desire. Because otherwise, it has you. Yes. All right. Yes. So please. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I'm wondering how far can you go yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can prob me as uh -huh. much as you... Um... Uh-huh.
can't go any further than okay. what I've said to you so far. Okay. Okay, let's see, let's see if there's some clarity around this. When a desire cruises by and it's mm -hmm. like, mm, that'd be nice, but there's no charge. Versus, mm, I'd like that and up you get and you go for it. All right, what's the difference between the two of those? One is a, <clears throat> just mere witnessing of something, of a desire. Uh -huh. The other one, there is someone who wants to satisfy that desire. The person wants to go along with it and fulfill the desire. And so what is the component that's there in the latter? The I. <clears throat> okay. The, per the, the person who, the individual. Okay, could the, the, the potency, no, the construct of energy that is the second desire, the potent desire, could that desire, that ball of energy, have the I embedded in it? Yes. Rather than an I being there that is stimulated by this ball of energy we call desire coming along and grabbing it. Yeah, as opposed to what you're saying, I want to understand this, that there is desire and then there is the I which is attached to it. Yeah. Not I generating the desire. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's like, yes, yeah. yes, which is it? Because <clears throat> both are at play at different stages of the journey, right? Mm. Sometimes there's, there's just I, and the I was just, it's just constantly, constantly this desire, that desire. And the I, the I is, can be a constant that is there from one desire to the next desire, okay? Then as we do a good bit of work, you actually see that, oh my God, the desire... When, when there is potent desire, it has the I idea in it. That's what makes it potent. That's the potency. It, it is I in there. The thought I is the potency of desire. And the body-mind is here, and the I is not there until this piece of energy just fits in. And now we have an I who has a desire. And it becomes two, that piece of energy becomes two and discernible as an I with a desire simply because mm. of habit. Yeah, simply because of a habit. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Just wondering, can you see the difference? I know this is probably a new, a new way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, a new way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah. But it's, if it works, it's yeah. a great way to see it. It's like, wow, no, there was a me sitting here wondering, what will I have now? What would I like? Okay, there was an I, and then I decided I'd like a glass of wine. Okay, so there was an I that was there, and then there was an I who had the idea, and then desire kicked in. God, I'd love a glass of wine, actually. And you go get a glass of wine, okay? Yes. So we have an I who's cruising. There's an absence of something, and the I has an object of desire, and off we go. Okay. Stage one. When you've done a good bit of work, it's like, there actually is no I. But the noticing that there's no I is, is the trick. When you notice, when you know there is no I actually most of the time. It's only, it's, it only speaks so loud when it's active that I think it's there all the time. Because it tells me it's there all the time. Because the body's there all the time. But actually it's not. It's only active every now and then. If that has been seen, you'll see that desire comes it's a ball of energy that has an eye in it. Yeah. This is a different way of looking at it than I've looked at it so far. Yeah. Because I've always assumed there is I, yeah. which then has a desire, yeah. as opposed to what you're saying is, there is desire, and 
the person is attached to that desire which makes it potent. Is, is that how what you're saying? <coughs> Back off because you just told me two minutes ago the eye is there, so yeah, 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 very good, touche. Okay, so, all right, okay, so, 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 at a certain point, the eye is there and desires come and go on all the rest of it. Okay, now, as the as conceptual thought starts to break down, it shows itself in another way. In its raw form, their desire can come, but it has within it the I idea. They're not independent to each other. It's a ball of energy, and when it hits the energy field, mind will translate it into an idea. That's what we do. The mind will translate energy into an idea. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a strong desire, well, all the time, when a desire is strong, the only way the mind can translate that into language and subject-object is there must be an I who owns the desire. But in fact, the ball of energy brought the I-thought with desire. It shows itself to work like this at a certain point. And it happens when people say, the, the only time that there is a sense of me being separate is when desire is running. That's the layer. That's the layer. That's when it's like, ah, now we're into this bundle of thought is the only one that you're grabbing that you haven't seen how this one works. So I'm introducing this one to you. Do you see? Yes. All right. So is there a character who's there and, and, and runs a desire and doesn't run a desire? Or can it be seen that desire creates the eye? Might be a high jump, I don't know, but let's see. Yeah. Could be a high jump because uh, <clears throat> you're saying the desire creates the eye. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. At a certain level, yes. That's the only time the eye will appear. Because the desire brings it with it. It creates the eye idea. Okay. So let me ask you then... Um, the desire which creates the eye. So would it be appropriate for me to ask you then what is desire per se? Yeah. Yeah. I have to go back to your first opening line. It's an energy. Mm -hmm. It's a piece of energy. 
that's all all of it is. And mind is like an interpreting <coughs> machine. That's what mind is. Yes. It's an interpreting machine, putting, putting words and, and, you know, translating or interpreting, interpreting what the energy is and giving it story and making this manifest. You mm-hmm. see? And, and that's what it does. The mind will just, is creating all of this because it's interpreting through, through, through its database of what it knows and what it's learned and through its conditions, it's interpreting pieces of energy that come by. And some it can't make any sense of it at all. And it's like, oh, I don't know what. So, and something's absolutely clear as day. Okay? So, so, so I, I remember doing energy work years ago on, on people. I used to do that work professionally. And I remember, like, just <coughs> putting my hand, my hand would go into somebody's aura, like a foot from their body, and I'd be pulling out desire, pulling out desire, pulling out, you know? And then, you know, be addiction it could be sex it could be anything you know just desire 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 and literally just pulling out like a pulling out a thought form literally pulling out a thought form and that thought wouldn't have them anymore just wouldn't have them anymore so it can appear that cleanly that openly it's just a ball of energy but if it's in there on a cellular level, it's going to be just coming right up and coming right up. It depends if it's outside or if it's inside. If your cells have absorbed it, then your cells are going to tell you there's a craving for something. You know? So, I, I, I'm introducing loads of layers to see, well, where does the Dean character fit in? I'm yes. kind of into, you right? So I'm mapping the whole thing, saying all of these things are possible. All of these things are possible. None of them is like, that is desire. It's like, actually... At a certain point, it looks like this. At a certain point, it looks like this because our mind is so frigging limited. It calls everything desire. Yeah. You know? And it's like, we can call all that the weather, but actually sometimes it's raining and sometimes there's sun, but it's, it's all the weather, okay? But, you know, it's like this. They're very different to each other. <coughs> you see? Okay? So, there is an underlying thought that is common to all desire. All desire. And the underlying thought that must be believed in order for mind to download that ball of energy. Mm-hmm. Or the I thought to download the ball of energy. Either. Alright? Mm-hmm. And the underlying belief is that something outside of me can make me happy. Beautiful. That is the underlying belief that's there all the time. Something outside of me can make me happy. That's the one. If you want a novel desire, you get a sledgehammer to that. <laughs> something outside of me can make me happy that completely resonates with me I, yeah. I completely uh, feel that yeah. very strongly yeah but if there is still still a tendency to seek this object because you think it can make you happy Yes. Then it is just merely a habit, is it? Yes, it's habit. Um, it's, uh, well, okay. So let's say there's desire. There's a seeing that, ah, I'm running that idea that something outside of me can make me happy. Mind will play a trick. It will then, ah, but you know there's no harm in having that. Yes. Because you know that it won't make you happy. This is just habit. <laughs> and this is what perpetuates desire. 
the intellectual approach, the mm. conceptual approach, which allows the desire to get fatter. And this is where the self-honesty that I talk about so much. Indeed. The self-honesty here is required. It's like, hold on a minute now. Is this <laughs> mind luring me in? Because really, I do think it'll make me happy. And my thinking is that, ah, oh, no, but sure, if I don't have it, it's just more abstinence and it's more that garbage of that, like, <laughs> you know? And if all that is playing, if it's like, oh, God, I can't have it because I'm on the spiritual path, like, you really do believe something outside of you will make you happy. If you're running that, if you're running the, I'm worse off if I don't have it, I'm better off if I do have it, I'm better off if I don't have it because I'll be, you know, gaining some spiritual ground. This is all the same frequency. Something outside of me can improve the situation, can alter the situation. If it has that power, then there is a belief that what I am is subject to change, can be improved upon, da, da, da. That's not what you are. You see? Yes. So how does one put this into practice? Yes. You have to work out from where you're at. So the first thing that really had resonance for you is something outside of me can make me happy, can make me feel complete, something outside of me. Learn to spot that one. Then being the kind of extremist that, 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 that I can be, um, I'd be inclined to go, okay, I won't have it. And let's see what secondary voice pops up. Yeah. I'd go for that. I won't have it. And let's see. And the secondaries will be really potent. Mm -hmm. They're yes. the real ones I'm after. Because when the secondaries are dissolved or seen through, you will know that something outside of me does not make me happy. If there are no secondaries, it won't be potent. Something outside of me can make me complete. It won't be potent. As you say this, I feel that for me, <clears throat> the secondary layer is probably going to be more useful because yes. you have to pull the plug. Yes, you have to go for the, for the root on this. You have to go for the root. It's the secondary layer of thoughts. When I don't have it, now what's the voice? This is the subtle, sneaky one. That, and the fruit of it is something outside of me can make me complete. That's the fruit of it. Yeah. To, um, I have to um, try this out. Yeah. To try this out. <coughs> um. Self-honesty will be your greatest tool here. May I ask another question? Mm. Um, last couple of weeks, um, this line keeps popping up all the time. Be still and know that I'm God. Mm. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I'm not, never raised as a Christian. Yeah. It keeps popping up. Yeah. And um, 
Would you mind talking about you know, what does this exactly mean? Yeah. Does it mean the same thing as be still and know that not only I am God, but be still and know that you are God? Yes. Yes. If if yes, the I the the I is the one who is speaking. Consciousness, or whatever. Yes, or or whatever. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. 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 Because when mind isn't running identification, and you're not pretending to be somebody else, that knowing is there. And what's the knowing? If we put labels on it, it's that I am God, of course it is. What I am is God, is, is more. But in the first part when it says be still, it means yes. just let... Yes, it's drop identification. Drop identification. Drop identification. Yeah, drop identification. The mind can be busy, but when you start off, it's about you know, meditation or trying to slow down the mind or you know you're it's like, whoa, I have to do something about this crazy head stuff. And so we learn how to still the mind, but really all we're doing is like getting a distance from it so that there's mind can be busy. This identification is what is what makes it sticky. That's the problem. They're your thoughts. That's when it's busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's when it feels busy. But it can be busy anytime without identification. No problem. So the stillness is no identification. And the knowing is not intellectual. When there is no identification, there is a knowing. And you don't know, you don't know with what that you know, because it isn't an idea. Yeah. It's that resonance thing. It also feels that, you know, maybe this, for me, and this, this is probably going to take care of all my issues, including desire and everything, because everything dissolves in this. Yes. Yes, it does. But it's a practice, really. It's a pra I was it? going to ask you that, yeah. Yes. When you say practice, meaning that I have to just sit with this, and I wouldn't say repeat, but it's not the right word. See how much it resonates. And, yes. Right. Yes. But being being still is something to do until identification is broken naturally. You see, so the mind will try to do be still in order to gain something, and it's like okay, that's a practice. That's a practice. So would you would you elaborate when you say because you said it's a practice, which means I have to do this practice, right? In a way, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so if it's a practice, <clears throat> there's great value in practice, mm -hmm. but they have to get dropped at some point. Yes. So for as long as the, the practice has juice, well, well, why not? Unless the juice becomes a problem, <laughs> you know, that's one way. <clears throat> but until it's seen through, until it's seen through, or until it's known, you can't fake it until you make it. That doesn't work, because that's an intellectual knowing, and that's smelly. Okay? So, so then, the be still and know has to be an idea. Until it is known to be so, then it can only be known as an idea. 
Yeah. Because mind is now talking about it. There's two minds here chatting about it. Yeah. Be still and know. And what does it mean? What does it mean for mind? What does it mean within the movie? What does it mean? Yeah. Okay. So, in its essence, we can say, okay, is it true? Be still and know I am God. Is it actually true? And we're saying, yeah, it's true. Now, truth can't come here. Truth is there all the time. It doesn't travel. It's here all the time. And the, all the self-realization and awakening and all that we talk about is, is, is just mind going side stage instead of being center stage. Because truth is there all the time. Truth doesn't need anything to show itself. But if mind is out of the way, at least, at least there's a bit of scope for, for it to become center stage. So all we can do is push mind to the side a little bit. And so the pushing mind to the side a little bit, when it's not center stage and not all about me, well, now we've got to practice, haven't we? Because there's something to do to push mind to the side. Yeah. So now we're in a practice realm. So then the be still and know becomes a practice. You see? So it's both. It's both. Yeah, so when, when this thought arises in me, I don't even feel like calling it a thought, but let's say this arises. Yeah. What does one, what should I do? What happens when it arises? It's, um, when it arises, there's a lot of peace and gratification that mm. all is well. Okay. So the, the thought that all is well runs? What runs in mind? All is well. Yeah, all is well. Okay. okay. And then uh, there's a desire which comes. I, I wish this would just go on, you know? Ah, okay. So in Pop's desire, we get a clear space and up comes the most potent thing. This is how it works often, huh? Okay, so drop the desire. Because if it's coming unbidden, Beautiful. All right. So what's happening is that you're running something to turn it off then. Yeah. So the idea is being bought. If this lasted forever, I'd be better off. Now something outside of me can make me complete. We're running that now. Yes. Okay. So, so by that point, mind has interpreted it as a state of mind. Whereas the moment that it comes is probably not a state of mind at all. It's just a window. It's just a, it's a window. And so mind quickly comes in with a story about it and turns it into an object of desire and off we go. We're in desire land. Okay, now the eye is running again. So it's gone. So when the desire comes, drop it. Drop it. Without having the desire to drop it, it's more like a, not this. It's a netty, netty thing. Not this. Just not pursuing the desire. Not having a new desire for the desire to be gone. <clears throat> not talking about that. Okay? So, it, so the zone that is created, that, you know, all is well, that sense of peace that arises from it. Okay. As soon as something else comes in, not this. Not this. Not this. So as mind tries to come center stage, just... That peaceful energy is just tipping it away. Not looking at the content, just tipping it away. If you look at the content, you're in, you're snookered, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Flick it off, flick it off. 
So just taking off from yesterday, and you had asked some questions, and um, I think I have to do a bit of backstory. Okay. So seven years ago, I I, was, uh, I I left Canada, and I felt this real urgency in my life. I had to move, and and um, I moved to England, and there's a whole bunch of synchronicities that brought me to this one spot and, and up to that point I was in, curious of spirituality but I never joined anything and so forth. So this situation brought me to this group and I joined this group and through the, there was only one, there's no teacher in the group, there's only one practice you go into a room and you surrender. Mm -hmm. That was the only practice. And um, first you were opened up to the experience by people who had done it before. It was through a lineage of, from the teacher that was no longer alive. And I did this practice, but it dismantled my whole life. <laughs> and um, I was in a relationship for 13 years and within, we both joined. Within nine months, we were apart. I was in a profession. I ended up working at a grocery store stocking shelves. Um, and then through that came bankruptcy and the rest of it. And I came back and... Um, so when I had this dream, it was about going back to this practice, actually, which I had left or stopped doing for a variety of reasons. And you know some of my backstory of like all the shit that happens to me and drama and all that stuff. And that seems to be stabilizing and now this other thing is back emerging. And so when you talked, we talked about the dream and then we talked about going to this void. And so the dream, I didn't connect the two, but they're very connected. So after I was up here, I was just full, and then I had to go lay down. And then I instantly went to the void. Mm. But with the void, then my body twitches. Yes. Once I, it's like a, a falling, and then the way that the surrender works is the more you surrender, more happens. So it's different each time. You could speak in different languages. You could move. You could go in prayer. Unexplainable. And everyone does it, you can do it together, you can do it apart, you can do it anywhere. And so it really, and instantly the mind stops, and it puts a pause. But seven years ago, I was very active, so it would, it would be like, a, like you knew the divine existed because this experience happened, and I knew I wasn't in control, but it was kind of in control and control, and then half an hour, 
totally not in control. And that's integrated in life, but it's taken me a long time. Mm -hmm. What I would do with that, in hindsight, looking back, I would go to this void and I would do stuff on the opposite end of the spectrum to bring myself back from the void. So my life would be a yo-yo. It'd be like, so if you call that a very spiritual experience, I would do something very dense. That's what you did, or that's what you would do now with hindsight? No, that's what I did. That's what you did. Ah, okay. For ah, years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed it, yeah. and I felt it was okay, but at the same time, I'm like, it's, it's crazy, man. The polarities, yeah. It was huge. And mm -hmm. it would be like, instantly that ends, and I'd be like, Phew. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of the backstory. Yeah. All right. So I had I had quit doing that. Yeah. And that's actually why I'm in the space is actually someone through that group. Okay. So it's, it's, there's interconnection, but I kind of got frustrated with, you know, anything that becomes organized gets screwed up. And so I went home last night and I went, I was just, because once I went to that void in there, I was like, shit, I, like, how could I not remember I used to do that once or twice a week? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, it came back to in a dream, but I totally yeah. forgot. It was like it was another person doing it. Sure. So it came back, and it was a familiar thing. And this brings me to my question, is, when I do it, so let's say I was laying there last night, I welcomed it, and you asked me if it was a vacuum yesterday. It's a vacuum. Okay. It's like, <laughs> yep. It's just like a dropping, and then, yeah. And then it's like, then there's like no control. Yes. No control. Yes. Okay. All right. So then, and when when you would do it in a group, it would kind of be half an hour long, but it could last five minutes. It could last half an hour, and. Um, So what happened last night was, then I could, so I was there and it, went, and it didn't last very long, but then I was juiced, like, I mean, I can't sleep, there's no way I can sleep. And supposedly, the person who did this, when it first hit, he had this opening, his own experience, he didn't sleep for months. Uh. And I'm like, shit, I gotta be there early tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and usually it's I have kids, and, and I think that's why I got away from doing it was because it was like, I would do it late at night, and I couldn't sleep, and then yeah. it was like, I couldn't hold the practicality of it, and then I just stopped doing it. Yeah. But I know there's ways to come out of that. Yes. All right. And one way is through orgasm or sex. Yes. So it would be like, just pull me right back, and yeah. then I sleep. Yeah. Of course, if you have a part, you know, that could be orgasm, that could be masturbation, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But that's how I would do it. And, and that's how I did it before. And, and then if Lauren wasn't there last night, and then I just sat there and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to notice what happens. I, I was just, I'm like, I'm Jack. I'm like, oh my God. I'm, I know sex would do it, but I just yeah. sit there witness and yeah. I give my mind something to do. Yeah. And I just let it burn out and then I eventually fell asleep. Okay. But I also know that yeah, I've I saw my old pattern, and now with what happened, I don't want to go back to the old pattern yeah, of sure. dealing with it. And sure. I, but I also need to. 
so it came to me the clarity of you know my relationship and what I'm working through and what I need to stay in the relationship and it came clear that I might need like a couple nights a week where I'm not sleeping in the same house just because if I do this I need space to decompress or not sleep or whatever it might be and that was pretty clear like just to allow it to be as it is or if I don't sleep or whatever have you ever done it in the morning instead of the night um it was a strange thing with this was you know they recommend people can do it in group and then eventually after a year you can do it by yourself but I was just like the the reflection of the dream I was always scared to do it by my like I never really did it by myself I did it a few times but I mean some people would do it all the time yeah and the idea is that this then becomes integrated within your life so you can feel it at all times yes okay and I but um no I, I and I'm probably the worst person in this room by far at developing a practice, like okay. any practice, okay. like pray, meditate. Okay. I'm horrible. But this one thing I did once or twice a week for yeah. a period of time, yeah. and I didn't even remember it. You know, there was not a remembrance till the dream came. And so I think once again, it was there was a bit of being afraid or being reliant on it. As, as a thing, but now I think it feels right now coming back to it, maybe after not doing it for actively practicing for a year and a half. It feels right to do it, but I also, is there something I can do when that build up is? Do I just let it burn out? Is there something? Yeah, that's my question. So that's the backstory and just how to. Practice needs to support your life. Not destroy it. Mm. Yeah. I think it can be supported my life, and I just have to kind of find a way to allow it to support my life. Meaning, yeah. like, it's not a bad thing that I would just be away, but it's just like I have the freedom to, if I'm sleeping somewhere in my own space energetically, because I feel like energetically. This is a kind of a thread that's going through now. Is like there's some stuff happening in me physically, like my ring finger just aches and swollen. It's a weird mm-hmm. thing, and mm-hmm. I get aching in my liver. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this like the build up this energy has nowhere to go, mm-hmm. and I've uh, yeah, there's a transition going on for sure. I don't know in the last two years, but I, I feel the worst physically that I've ever felt mm-hmm. prior to being open to this experience. I became ill and I started to regress my health from like when I was a kid. I had asthma and I started to develop asthma and ear infections and okay. really bizarre stuff when I was <clears throat> healthy for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And um, then that kind of went. But in the last two years, I just, my body, I've been getting some body work and stuff, but my body just, like I had aches every day and okay. pain every day. Okay. So I don't know if it's a buildup of energy that's not being discharged or. Yeah. Or, or, or what's going on? I don't know. There's a few things going on, isn't there? Everything's yeah, I being thrown up again, you know? Yeah. You know? But mm. it, feels right, it feels right to go back to that practice in some way. I don't Does know. It? Yeah, it, it just like, it resonates it's like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. There's, there's no doubt that that yeah, is, that it yeah. is, is yeah. yeah. When I get a hit like that in my life, it's like... Yeah. 
there's no doubt. I don't know how long it'll last or yeah, how it'll look yeah, exactly, or, exactly. or how often, and I'm willing to be open to that. I, I think for me is, like last night I let it burn out. Yeah. And yeah. knowing that that'll probably happen again. Yeah. But is, if there's some way to, to manage that or... or I'd uh, love to see you do it, try it in the morning. Yeah. To see what's your health like during the day. What's your attention like? How, how, how can that energy, that whatever it does, you know, because it shakes things, no? It shakes things and gives you a charge. Yeah. And if that could be used for your day. Yeah. Like... I'd have, I'm, no fine. I'm constantly tired, like yeah. exhausted and tired yeah. of my life. So, like, if I had that energy during the day, it'd be that. Yeah. You know, traditionally yeah. they would practice it in a group at night, just sure. out of convenience. But I haven't, sure. I haven't, um, yeah, cultivated it to do it. If you could find a way of doing it before noon, mm. there's a different energy in the morning, anyway. You know. Yeah. That just don't do it after after noon. Yeah. Just, just don't. It's like if it's going to happen that day, it's going to ha- happen before noon. Mm. Um, and 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 see how it can be integrated in your day. Because if it happens at night, it's it's. It, yeah, yeah. I see. I hear yeah, yeah, the yeah. processing time is going to be destructive on your life, and it doesn't have to be like that. Okay. You know. Yeah. It's got to work work in with things and support yeah. you and and whatever happens at home. Let that come from another place. Not let, let that yeah, come yeah. from mm-hmm. that feels right. another place just before noon. That feels right. Try it. You realize that means I have to be up early. Yeah. <laughs> you know it isn't happening with uh, yeah, the young one. That's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah just feels... before noon. Just before the noon. I, I would. I would because, yeah, I mean, to have access to, to have access to outside of all of it. The body is going to get charged, charged, charged. It's just going to throw off so much gunge. You won't believe it, you know? Yeah. And, and you need the day. You need the movement of the physical form in order to let that process happen. Mm-hmm. You need the support of the day to, to, for integration. Yeah. You need it. That feels right. And to eat into your sleep for integration time. Man. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, it wasn't like there was one group that was meeting at like ten at night. But the time you did it was eleven. Then I'm like three or four in the morning, and then three, four hours and getting up with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was brutal. So then I just, I guess it was just you know poor lifestyle that created me not doing it. But it was and, and as well, you were younger then. You know, there was you know we mature as we go and we're able to handle things differently. You know, but and that's how we mature. No, we have full-on experiences and that's what teaches us you know it feels and that word mature is is that it was uh it was such a i think a theme going through my life lately is that there's been these gifts it's yeah it makes me sad in some ways is there's this these gifts that have just been given to me yeah you know and i haven't uh you know i'm I could say that I haven't used them to the full potential. Uh, there's potential for me to now recognize and be grateful. Yes. So it's kind of like giving a gift, yes. abusing it, not using it properly. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, okay, now I'm mature, yeah, mature. to use it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and. Yeah. But. So I have some. But there was a deconstruction of mm. less ego that makes that possible. Like, yes, you know, it's, 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 per- it's, it's like you were talking with Heather, it was, it's, per- it's like, perfect and it came yes. through a dream that I didn't think was totally unrelated I'm like I've had that in a dream and I'm like shit I was 
you know, there's there's that access at all moment, every yeah. moment, every time, everywhere. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Sure. 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 I'm sorry, yeah, I know Peter's name kind of was up from before the break. Sorry, I forgot about that. goes to put on the brakes and the brake mechanism fails and uh, we're out of control or we're in the flow and what I've been wanting to talk to you about for a while is and what I've been wanting to watch for a while as a practice is the desire for control um, and then of course what helped was yesterday control power and um, there was another one there control power and what was the other one? Thanks. I, this personality, needs to know that I know. And I enjoy judging and a lot of security in that. And a couple of others that fit in there, like having um, strong opinions. So those desires I'm working with. Is it very scary to be on on solid ground? The not knowing being on solid ground, for example. Oh. Mm -hmm. I um, really enjoy being on solid ground. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What's scary about not knowing, i.e., being on, on solid ground? What does it bring up? 
Well, the first thing it brings up is a lot of criticism from the past because uh, this Peter character was the one who was never on solid ground in terms of the family. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Everybody else was. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and what's attached to that is um, identification with um, not being too bright. Okay. From, from the others, yes, you know, yes. the, I, a, uh, the you know you what, yeah, and you know what that I um, owned. Okay. Took on ownership with. Okay, so not knowing from the authority, from mm. the authority. Mm. Good that these things are seen, huh? Yeah, it's great. Or good that it's starting to be seen. What about the sentence, I don't know when I'm happy about it? <laughs> I can be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, I can be happy. Mm-hmm. Can I be happy with, I don't know and I'm happy about uh-huh. it? Can I be, um, that's the practice now. Uh-huh. That's the practice now. I think so. And, and, <laughs> and, and often I have to f- flip myself into it. Okay. Like I have to kind of push myself. There. Yes. Yes. It's not yes. natural. Natural. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does that mean that all this time? Everybody said that I'm uh, 10 feet off the ground, but in fact, the personality has always been a lot more grounded than everybody thought? It's for you to know. Uh, It's for your own assessment. Okay. I wouldn't be bothered about what other people say. Yeah. They're just opinions, and that's just their perception, and that's not much of a monitor, really. Because the last time we talked, you said, Peter, be a little more grounded. Or did I just think you said it? I have no idea. I don't remember. (laughs) Me neither. I have no idea. Me neither. So one of the things that helps with grounding is this. So I just kind of put this on my uh, uh, dresser, okay. and I watch it, and it's just a sequence. Sequence going down, down, yeah. down, down. Okay. And I'm, and nothing's really happening. And yes. It's going really nowhere. Yes. And, <laughs> and it's just um, Great. show and tell time. <laughs> and it's just uh, a conscience. Great. Uh, being aware of. Oh, thank you. Being aware of no thing. Now, that's that's the other hard one, is if I don't know, then if I don't, if I don't know, then if I don't know, then there's nothing. 
Okay. Okay. And that's scary. Nothing is scary when it means something is missing. Uh-huh. It's the absence of something. Uh-huh. But nothing is absolutely valid. Nothing is fine, you know. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Nothing doesn't mean that something is missing. Nothing doesn't mean that something is missing. No. When something is missing, something is missing. Or something is lost, or that's when something is missing. Something is absent. Nothing doesn't mean that something is missing. Uh huh. Okay. Nothing just means nothing. It's not the absence of something. It's not the absence. Okay, it is to me. Okay. So, there's no painting on that wall. Ah. There's nothing there. Okay. We can say, oh, there's a painting missing, but really? Mm -hmm. I mean, really? Mm -hmm. There's just nothing there, nothing on the wall. Right. So you can see it, that there's something missing, because a wall hanging should go up there. Uh-huh. So you can su- superimpose the idea that it would be better if there was something here. Okay. But actually, nothing is just fine. There's nothing there. It's just fine. What my mind does, mm-hmm. is there is something there. And what is there is the color. Yes, of course. Yeah, sure. There's but on top, of the, on top of the color, as in terms of a okay. space to hang something, all right? On top of the color, there's... Yeah, yeah. As, as a hanging opportunity. Right. Doesn't right? Need because to be. if you look at the other walls, there's something hanging, there's something yeah. hanging, there's something hanging. Doesn't need to be anything. <laughs> no, nothing on that wall, nothing hanging on that wall is fine. Nothing is valid. It's another option. Mm. Thanks, so. I'll use that as a practice. So you can have a cup with nothing in the oh, cup. Oh yeah, the cup that was so good yesterday. Okay, yeah. so hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in my cup. Right. Is that bad? No. Not at all. No. It's just a cup. There's no tea absent. There's nothing missing. There's just nothing in it. Great, I'll use the cup too. Yeah, you see? Nothing is actually fine. Yeah. But your mind, it seems, has been used to saying there's something absent, that you see nothing as something absent. Yeah. 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 And that's because I've been absent. Well. Yeah. Right now, we just have to fire a new understanding of the word nothing so that fear goes, huh? Yeah, I've been absent from... uh, from that which cannot be spoken about. Okay. I've been absent from that. All right. Okay. Yeah, I've been absent from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belonging, needing to belong. Yes, yes. Because yes, of the yes. past, my history, and needing yes, to belong yes. to, uh, oh, here now, here, the family, everybody. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, needing, needing to belong. Yes. Desire to belong. Thanks. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Desire Nothing belong. is fine. It is, yeah. Really. Yeah, nothing on that wall. So what? Nothing in the cup. So what? It's fine. 
There's nothing absent. There's nothing being missed. You see? A little. Trembling, yeah. right? Now. Yeah, for sure. It's just a little crack, you yeah. know, but let's see if we can open it a bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're at home and the kitchen table has nothing on it. Okay, there's nothing on the table. Kitchen table, good. You know? There's nothing on the table. Yeah. Let it be fine. Get used to nothing is fine. Yeah, that's great because my wife's the same way. She likes uh, uh, nothing on the... Nothing. On the... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, let's... After breakfast, let's take it all away. Yeah. Tablecloth, everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'll follow her lead. Yeah, follow her lead. Yeah. Are you okay with nothing? Nothing. Doesn't mean anything, it's just... Yeah. Table, cup, wall. Yeah, nothing. yeah. There's nothing there. Excellent. And your second bit of homework? I'm happy not knowing. I'm happy... Not no. knowing. No. Yeah. Ooh la la, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. happy with not knowing. I'm happy not knowing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a teacher, so I have to know. Yeah, I'm happy not knowing. Yeah. And those are my best classes when, when they do the... when they do the teaching, you know? Yes, When yes. we all do the teaching. Yes, When yes. we all sort of share. I'm happy not knowing. Yes. They're similar, huh? Not knowing and the idea of nothing. They're similar. Okay. We're coming at the same thing from two sides. Okay. <clears throat> because not knowing is the absence of knowledge, if you want to see it like that. Nothing is the absence of something. And that's how it seems to have been perceived. You know? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absent. Something. Yeah, not yeah, enough. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, but it's like, actually, no, not knowing is absolutely valid on its own, <laughs> and nothing is absolutely valid on its uh -huh. own. There's nothing missing from either of those states, nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I pretend to know a lot. Sure, and there's no need. There's no need at all. Not yeah. knowing is great. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Doesn't say anything about me, no, no. Not to talk. <coughs> I'll work on that one too because. Yeah, yeah, of course, there's a value around knowing. Yes, sir. And another value around not knowing. A negative value, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. My brother knew. Sure. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy days, not knowing. Not knowing. It's great. Really. Not knowing and nothing. And nothing. Yeah. Not knowing. Can we just do not knowing for one more second? I've got uh, the nothing. nothing in terms of cup and because I need things, you know? Yes. I need things. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Show and tell. <coughs> yes. So I got cup and uh, wall and I got counter. Yes. For not knowing, that's more abstract. Yes. And so. You can't give me anything um, mm. physical? Uh, write it down. Write it down? Yeah. Okay, write it down. Go, stick it beside your bed or put it on the yeah, fridge yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to write down this. Not um, 
I'm going to write down this. Um, not knowing. Okay, I don't know what I'm writing down. I'm happy. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Not knowing. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Sure. <laughs> we'll do lunch, folks? Yes. Okay, that's like, blah, 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 the room isn't there, you know? Do you finish, or is it just me? You finish? It's a heaviness, like, of stuff moving, yes. stuff, and it's like, there's a lot of yucky stuff, you know? A lot of resistance, a lot of, like, shitty stuff. So, just, just, like... Don't get caught in it, right? It's just a load of energy that's, that's being turned up. Don't get caught in it. Don't go into opinions about it. Don't own it, right? There's just a lot of energy moving. It'll dissipate through lunch and we'll clear it at the end of the day. Don't get caught in it. Just watch where your mind goes. If you're going to pick up this ball of energy and be full of opinions, and it's like you've lost the point. You've lost the whole freaking point. Okay? All right. Enjoy lunch and be light. When are we coming back? Oh, yeah, when are we coming back? <laughs> Uh, half is two? It's all 2 30, yeah. sorry. It's like 1 14 now or something, is it? Yeah. 2 30? Okay. See you then.